0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. Check out our local favorite fantasy football podcast as I speak. The boys are currently recording their next episode that you can listen to, I'm sure, right now. They're going to give you their starts of the week. They're going to break everything down. They're probably going to do a diva draft because they better, because that's my favorite. So check out the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. And tell them that Beware of Bulldogs sent you. Thanks and go, dogs. Hello, Red Wave. This is Beware of Bulldogs podcast. And today we preview the Bulldogs game versus the New Mexico Lobos in Albuquerque. Joining me, my friend and former uh, president of a frat, Caleb Pletz. Am I wrong?
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Good, to, good to be Good, good to good to be back. You know, I was worried that uh, you and Michael wouldn't let me come back after he kind of filled in last week on the preview, and then the dogs won. So we were, you know, kind of a four game losing streak. So uh, oh no, you know, good to. Good to be back here. Hopefully, I am not the uh, bad luck here, um, but yeah, good to be back previewing Fresno State football, and yeah, it's good to be riding some momentum high.
0: Well, I'm glad that you think you're the bad luck because I didn't go to the <laughs> game and they won, and I went to the, you know, well, actually, I went to the last game against Cal Poly and they won, so we'll be all right. Yeah, there you go. May, okay, it's not me. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the preview: We're going to New Mexico to play the New Mexico Lobos. The Lobos are two and five. They, they currently sit towards the bottom of the Mountain West, and dare I say, towards the bottom of Division One college football. Uh, they have two wins over Maine and UTEP, which which UTEP beat Boise, but I don't know about that. Uh, then they uh, they ended up losing to Boise, New Mexico did, and then they lost to LSU, UNLV, Wyoming, and New Mexico State, which is a big win for New Mexico State. That's a big rivalry game over there, and and the Lobos. I don't think they scored a touchdown. If if I'm correct,
1: no, they didn't. They kicked three field goals last week. So <laughs> yeah, I think one of the themes tonight is going to be how poor uh, this New Mexico offense is, and so hopefully Fresno State can take advantage.
0: Yeah. What do we, we haven't had anyone on yet um, with the, uh, with the get to know, hopefully we can find somebody. We haven't talked to anyone to get to know the Lobos. What do we know so far about this team?
1: Well, I mean, just looking at statistics here, um, you know, their offense ranks uh, pretty much towards the bottom of, you know, FBS ranking. I mean, uh, overall, I think, their offense is ranking like an overall passing yards, you know, 124th uh, only averaging 125 yards a game, you know, rushing 87th in the country, um, you know, 134 yards a game. That's actually better than Fresno state Fresno state's only averaging 116 yards. So uh, points wise, New Mexico's only averaging 17.9 points a game. So, you know, I think there's a big opportunity there for the Fresno state defense to have another, um, you know, repeat performance uh, similar to the San Jose State game, and I think that's what it's going to take. Um, you know, going on the road, uh, it's still going to be Logan Fife from you know everything that um, the coaching staff is releasing, and so Fresno going to need to have another dominant performance by by this defense just to make sure that they can solidify how this game's going to go.
0: For the people that didn't see the press conference, can you share what happened at the press conference about Jake?
1: Yeah, there's some some interesting information and in the, in the Monday press conference. I mean, credit to uh, Andrew Martin for uh, doing some uh, uh, some research and some hard hitting questions. So he you know alleges, alleges that he saw on uh, you know a family member of uh, Jake Hayner's uh, social media that Jake has a, I believe a fractured tibia, um, which would be you know a little bit more significant than just a high ankle, high ankle sprain. So um, and so when asked about it, coaches kind of danced around it and you know, admitted that they're monitoring a chip and that uh, he's day-to-day and week-to-week. So um, that I'm kind of downgrading some of my optimism now for uh, seeing Jay Kaner come back. Obviously, it seems like he wants to, and, you know, he's still engaged with the team, like we mentioned um, you know, on the recap episode. But, uh, yeah, that's certainly not encouraging. Uh, it seemed like maybe the injury is a little bit worse than uh, they're leading on. And, yeah, this might be five fight show for the, for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, you know, very good investigative journalism by Andrew Martin there. Uh, I guess I had got to go start following all the family members of all these players now to guess see if there's one mistake somebody makes one little mistake and we find out what what's going on here because we know exactly. with this coaching staff we're not going
1: to You, you, you got to find the cousin that's on the outs and <laughs> just looking for a little bit of attention. That's who. That's who you single <laughs> <Yep. laughs> out.
0: Uh, some more news Uh, we didn't really cover it on the recap but one of our coaches or someone in our coaches press box got upset something happened broke glass glass fell and um, hit some fans not good Uh, we now know that it was someone on the support staff on the coaching staff supports I don't know you know whatever whoever Probably a friend or something that they wanted to give a job to. I don't know, who knows. Um, that person is now on administrative leave, so they are not with the team. Somebody's going to have to do double duty now on the coaching staff. Yeah. That's all we need is our coaches. Who, you know, there's been a lot of um, things said, especially from me. <laughs> that know, uh, they just need more work, right? Yeah. Well, we'll see.
1: So, yeah. I mean, I'm just curious if it was your know, offense or defense because I think you know the timeline of when the actual incident happened, where you know whether it was a fist or an object went into the glass <laughs> and shattered it. I mean, it was kind of right at the same time where you know Logan fumbled at the end of the half, and then you know I think it was first play, um, San Jose State throws you know the bomb for a touchdown. So I think it really could have been either either side <laughs> if we're you know trying to speculate here. So, uh, but you know, the university and coaching staff is doing a good job of, uh, you know, not releasing any information about who, you know, the culprit might be. Um, and yeah, the support staff in general just doesn't get much, much press anyway. So we probably won't ever figure it out unless there's some, uh, disgruntled, uh, wife or girlfriend, maybe that, uh, Andrew Martin's able to dig up. <laughs> Come on, Andrew, get on the case. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. All right. So Caleb, last week, Michael got us kind of into a pickle and said that, well, maybe it was my fault. And he said, our, uh, everybody dance now is going to be if the dogs win. Well, they won. So we're going to put out a video of us dancing this week, but Michael's not here to, well, and I went along with it and I said, yeah, you know, for all three of us that will, we'll all dance. That sounds great, Michael. And of course they go out and win. So <laughs> Michael's not here now to make us dance. Let's start with everybody dance now. What's going to make you dance when the Dogs go to
1: Albuquerque? Uh, I I'll, I'll be dancing if Fresno State records another five sack game. So Okay. Uh, going defense here and you know, if the Dogs can record, you know, five sacks as a team, then I'll be I'll be dancing for sure.
0: I would love that. Now, it's, it doesn't matter how we get it, five sacks, you're dancing. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go back to <laughs> my old everybody dance nows. Okay, so I'm gonna be the uh boring geezer. I want 125 rush yards. Okay. Okay, can I can I get a little love for Jordan Mims and Malik Sherrod? I think I, I think it uh it can happen, but especially against well, their strengths and the reason I kind of wrote this down I that I want this to be our my everybody dance now is they're probably their biggest strength is run defense. So when it we know they have a pretty terrible offense but when it comes to defense they've been doing all right and I would love to see the dogs coming off of you know this win this high uh, a lot of momentum let's pound the ball and really show the Mountain West and New Mexico, like hey, you don't deserve to be on the same field with us. You know, <laughs> at, let's have a run. Disrespect. <laughs> uh, yes, I want us to disrespect them, especially when it comes to the running game. Just run them over. And Jordan Mims, yeah, he wasn't really flashy last game. He didn't have huge numbers, but he still has looked really good. And I would love to see Jordan Mims have one of the games that he had last year where he runs all over these teams. So uh, that's what I want. I don't, but I don't care if it's just Jordan Mims. I I would love to see, you know, 20 carries for Mims and you know, 12, 13 carries for Malik. And then if, you know, we have, you know, your favorite play to uh, Moreno Cropper, Sweet. (laughs) 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 so we'll we'll mix it up but I I think we should just dominate on the ground 125 plus yards on the ground and your boy Caleb is
1: dancing love it yeah I mean this kind of seems like the kind of game where Fresno State just hopefully can control time of possession control the clock, and I mean I this would be a great 17 to 7 win I mean I would be Mm -hmm. happy with the low scoring get in, get out, you know, quick three hour game and let's get back home, um, uh, before it starts snowing on us, uh, <laughs> in New Mexico, uh, which I don't think that's on the forecast. You know, we'll touch on that later, but, um, uh, yeah, I'd be happy to just get in, get out. We don't need to, um, you know, get too fancy here, especially with, you know, a team of this caliber, which, you know, Fresno State has struggled with this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, should have beaten UConn and, um, I hopefully they have learned some lessons there to not overlook a team um, and just be able to execute on you know simple things.
0: I was debating on everybody dance now to go with five no turnovers. Ooh. I, I, that's not gonna be it, but um, I you know he's had so many turnovers the past couple games, but he looked he's looked better every game. He's slowly getting better. So, and I think you know, I'll save that for a key to the game. <laughs> gonna make you sweat, okay? What's gonna make you sweat,
1: Hale? Uh I'm gonna be sweating if the Fresno State offensive line takes a step back, and mm-hmm. you know, New Mexico is able to get pressure on Logan Fife because, like you said, he's you know on a bit of a turnover streak, and you know, we've you know noted that over the last couple of weeks. Luckily first State was able to overcome that last week with an excellent defensive performance, but um, you know we can't always count on <laughs> you know the defense playing that well. Um, but so I'm going to be sweating if you know we see an offense or yeah an offensive line regression for federal State or you know them New Mexico being able to get consistent pressure on uh, Logan five. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, this seems to be a common theme. You going one way, I'm going to go on the other side of the ball. Um, what's the one thing that teams have been able to do to us game after game after game? and that's run the ball on us. If the Lobos come out and are able to run, 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 like what I want us to do to them, I'm going to be sweating. So, you know, if, if they're averaging three, three and a half, four yards a carry, I'm sweating because I know it's, we're in for a long game because that's what it's been like every game except for the game last week against San Jose. Uh, and like we said in the recap, did they watch film? I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, I would love our defense. I don't, I don't. Is Raymond Scott coming back? I don't think Raymond Scott's coming back.
1: Yeah, and this is actually something we forgot to touch on in the recap uh, episode too. Is he? He got ejected for targeting. So, um, but that was in the first half. So I think that he should be um, okay to play this game. Uh, if anything, maybe he doesn't he have has-
0: to miss any. Like the I next think, game?
1: I think that since it was in the first half, I think he just misses that game. I, okay. I don't know the rules, though, so I could be wrong there. So I would say at least second half of this game, um, he should be available. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty crucial loss for uh, the Dogs in the first half against the Jose State.
0: Okay. Well, that'll be good. If he's back, I'll be really happy. And that'll, that'll help a little bit, like a little uh, deodorant, you know antiperspirant so i don't know speaking of
1: (laughs) and speaking of defensive players coming back yeah you know this is game seven so uh justin houston is uh available for um the bulldogs after uh six game i guess call it a suspension um you know not a lot of information (laughs) was given by the coaching staff for why he wasn't available for the first half of the season but um yeah. I mean, he was a significant player last year, I think kind of mostly in the nickelback uh, position where um, Maurice Norris has really you know, done a good job um, kind of stepping into that role. So it'd be interesting to see how, uh, you know, the defensive backfield shuffles around with um, Houston coming back. And, you know, I mean, he's, I think that's only going to help, um, you know, the defense get stronger. And um, so hopefully that's, you know, he's able to kind of rotate in well. And, you know, we know that this coaching staff loves to uh, do lots of substitutions. So um, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll, he'll get subbed in there. And hopefully he's, you know, back to making a big impact for the defense.
0: Yeah. I put it out on Twitter to ask you guys, do you think Justin comes in and makes an immediate impact? I was curious because I, I didn't know what to think myself just because what what you said, I thought Maurice Norris has played well. I see Justin Houston coming in and playing the nickelback position. I don't know if he if the coaches would put him there. So I, I was curious, but it's been a unanimous yes that he uh, he would make a difference. And you know, our friend single use plastic says getting a solid starter back can only help. So I am. I hope he's fit. I and up to date on what's going on and up to speed. So, and he's fresh legs.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, let's get into the keys of the keys to the game. Your keys to the game, Caleb, are what?
1: Well, I think I'm just kind of going to reiterate. I think this just needs to be a a quick game for Fresno state, Um, you know, run the ball you know, follow, you know, your, everybody dance now, and, you know, let's, let's run, run the ball and establish that. And, you know, that should open up the passing game and kind of build on what, you know, Fife was able to, um, you know, kind of show glimpses of uh, in the last game. So he's going to be run the ball, control the clock and uh, control possession. So, uh, and even, you know, special teams punt game, that was kind of a strength, I guess, for Fresno State. And there was some uh, you know, there's a lot of punting last game, and you know, Carson King did an adequate job. Uh, got a couple of good bounces on a couple of punts that beefed up the yardages, but I mean, he's really only kicking like 40, 45 yard uh, punts. So I'd really like to see those uh, go a little bit farther, but uh, I'm going to say hey, control the clock, control line scrimmage, control the ball. <laughs> all that, all that is going to be important.
0: Yeah, I think I, I'm with you. Let's run the ball. But most importantly, I think we win the game, no doubt, if we don't turn over the ball because their offense is not good. Um, Yeah, their defense is so-so, but I think San Jose's defense is better than them, and we played way better defenses than New Mexico. So take control of the ball. Let's control the running game. Everything you just said, Caleb, and Fife, don't throw a pick. And uh, Nico, don't muff any kicks. And we do that, we're going to be good. And I, I think we easily win the game. Um, I'm, uh, if, if another UConn game happens or Hawaii, I'm going to be really sad. Really sad. We can't afford to lose to New, to New Mexico and drop this game.
1: I mean, I, I don't think that's going to happen. It kind of feels like we already had our major letdown game for the season. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to see that happening again, uh, especially with, you know, how hard the team seems to be playing. Um, you know, they, they, they haven't given up. There's still plenty to play for. I mean, the conference is still wide open, and mm-hmm. the Dogs can win out and still make the Mountain West Championship. So. There's still a lot to play for. Um, thankfully, it, it you know won't be snowing there. I think game time temperature um, in Albuquerque is supposed to be like 70 degrees, which would be nice uh, playing during the day. Kickoff's at 3:30, so uh, you know, nice, uh, nice early kickoff time for Michael. It seems like we always get those on away games,
0: though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and if the cloud shows up and it starts snowing, guess what? We get to run the ball.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, Bulldog this... tough. Yeah. <laughs> this game is on TV uh, correct me if I'm wrong here and this the spread sorry I'm, I'm pulling it up it's on FS2 um and we are favored right now at 10 and a half points yeah I, what did it start at it wasn't it didn't start at that. yeah I
1: think the the line opened uh 13 points in favor of Fresno State. Over under currently at 41 and a half.
0: It's mm-hmm. a lot of points.
1: That is a lot of points. Yeah. I think, I think I'm favoring probably the under here. I mean, just looking at Fresno State's, you know, recent games, I mean, they put up 17, 20, 14, 17, and then, yeah. you know, 32 and 35. Those are with, um, you know, JK and our led teams. So, I think, you know, hard to really see Fresno State score more than three touchdowns. I mean, kind of seems like being able to win it here unless uh, – I mean, unless there's a special team or defensive score, I mean, that could really be a difference there too, um, especially with how poor the New Mexico offense is. You know, that could really open the game up for Fresno State's able to get yeah. you know, a score on defense.
0: Let's talk final score predictions.
1: All right, I'm going to go – Go. Fresno State takes the win, um, thankfully. I think it's a bit of an uglier game. Uh, I think there's going to be some turnovers. and But I think Fresno State comes away with a win. It's going to be 20 to – it's going to be a weird score. I'm going to say like 20 to 12 <laughs> in favor of Fresno State.
0: All right. Uh, I have the same thing written down. I actually have them getting over 20 points this game. Okay. I'm going 24 to 9. Okay. So just to let you guys know, if you follow us on social media, you, you guess the correct score. We send you a hat. Um, It hasn't happened yet in two games. Hasn't happened. um, And the correct winner. So uh, follow us, Twitter, beware CSUF and Instagram. Beware Bulldogs podcast. And we'll put your uh, final scores up right before the game. And uh, I got to make sure to get that out before the that it ends before the game ends. <laughs> right.
1: <yeah. laughs> you got to make sure and check that people aren't uh, entering scores at halftime or something. They yeah, exactly. More. That little, that happened on Instagram chance. last game. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <More people. laughs> yeah. I said, ah, I know you're not at the game because at the game you don't have cell phone service. So. <laughs>
1: Very true. Very true. <laughs>
0: All right. <clears throat> Anything else about this game that we missed that you're looking forward to, or that you think uh, the Red Wave should know about?
1: Well, um, not really. I mean, I wish we had you know maybe some players to watch out for on New Mexico, but I mean, we we really don't. I mean, they're uh, you know their their quarterback Miles Kendrick is a transfer from Kansas, and so he Left and now Kansas is good, so um, you know, that, that that can't be a good sign for for New Mexico football. I mean, you know, rushing wise, you know, they have you know, a handful of quarter uh, running backs that are you know sharing carries there, so I think they're leading rushers. Nathaniel Jones, you know, don't know much about him, you know, uh, their quarterback Miles Kendrick has rushed for three touchdowns, so um, you know, maybe if they're you know, looking at how San Jose State did not um, utilize Shevin Cordero. You know, maybe they try to, try to use him a little bit running the ball. Um, but, yeah, other than that, not a lot of threats uh, on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, defensively, yeah, I, I don't really see anyone in particular standing out. But just as, as a unit, they play well. You know, defensive coordinator Rocky Long, he's been around the Mount West for a long time. You know, he spent some time at San Diego State, and, you know, he's been at uh, New Mexico. I think this is maybe his second stint um, here. So, uh, yeah, they're always well coached on the defensive side of the ball under uh, Rocky Long. So it's going to be tough.
0: Mm-hmm. I've Just some season stats for Kendrick, just so everyone knows. He's uh, 83 for 142 for 149 yards. By the way, Jake, in those games he's played, has done for 854. So he yards? <laughs> um And Kendrick has three touchdowns compared to his seven interceptions. Defense should be all over him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but, yeah, I believe he is their third leading rusher on this team. Um, there was something I was going to bring up. Yes. So, Gabriel Lightfoot didn't suit up against San Jose. We'll we'll see what happens there. Um, Osmar Velez got injured in the game. We'll see if he's coming back. Uh, just, just some things to look out for. And then, of course, all you <laughs> – All of your week to week, day to day guys (laughs) that are all, all, you know, just keep popping up all over the place. My last thing uh, for my last advice to the Red Wave would be don't get tickets under the glass anymore. (laughs) I've always thought about that like somebody getting mad, dumping their beer or, or, uh, you know, drink on me or hot dog nachos i wish it was that but i didn't even think about the glass geez that's how terrible
1: <laughs> but that's... Well, even even more need to, to uh you know do what we can to support Fresno State and hopefully there's a you know renovation coming to uh, Valley Children's Stadium true true
0: well shout out to all you guys and to Larry and Merced listening thank you for all the support and some People listening in other states. I don't know. Maybe you guys travel to another state and listen there, but we have listeners in Ohio and Nevada. All right. So, you know, there's there's some uh, Wolfpack and Rebel fans, or they say they're there's fans, but they're really dog fans out there in Nevada. <laughs> and, and then somebody in Switzerland has been listening. Thank you. <laughs>
1: nice, that's right. Inter- international dogs.
0: Yep. Um so- I have never had that Swiss chocolate. So if you got any, send it this way.
1: <laughs> we'll do an exchange of hat for uh, for, some, you for some chocolate. There you go. I'll, I could get behind that.
0: A uh, reminder. I let everyone know on the recap, the 19th, when we play, uh, that is November 19th. When we play Reno, Nevada, we're having a watch party at Givoli Winery. Uh, we'll, there will be more info to come, but the winery will be open an hour before game day. So you can get your wine and pizza that will all be to purchase there. And then we're we're going to be there um, giving away stuff and uh, having a good time playing cornhole, drinking wine. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be beer there. I don't think so. I think it might just be wine. But if you if you don't drink wine, okay, still come. Yeah, there's gonna be pizza there, and I could talk to you about wine and Caleb can talk to you about wine uh, and uh we'll we'll uh, we'll try to make a wine drinker out of you. <laughs> so uh, it's gonna be a fun time. So November 19th, put that in the calendar at Givoli Winery an hour before kickoff. Anything I miss?
1: I don't think so. I think we covered it. So yeah, tune in Saturday 3 uh fs2 if you got uh, you know premium cable otherwise you can always catch it on uh, fox sports the bulldog sports network with uh paul pat and cam i know they're always on it and uh you know it's good to have that uh you know on field uh, access with cam on the field so that's uh that's cool so yeah tune in and hopefully fresnel state build on momentum gives another victory and come back home for you know a big matchup against san Diego state so it should be a good week
0: Mm -hmm. stay safe, stay healthy. God bless you guys. And as always go dogs, go dogs.